In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about something a little bit different. Today, we're talking about FTC disclosures. So if you work with brands in any way, you promote products in any way, there's some legal stuff that you need to do, and the FTC just updated it. So we're going to talk about that. So grab your cup, tumbler, mug, because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. Okay, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. What we're going to be talking about today is about update that the FTC put out that is targeted towards social media influencers, which would be you. So this isn't a comment, but it is information that I definitely want to make sure that I get out to you because it's important that if you do work with brands or products in any way, shape or form, that you are informed of this information. Keeping you up to date with what's going on with YouTube is the whole purpose that I have for this podcast in the first place. So I just want to make sure that I get this information out to you so that you are informed. So what we are going to do is I'm actually going to read through this. And of course, I'm going to have a link to it down in the show notes as well. If you are listening to this on iTunes, all you have to do is scroll up. If you're on your phone, if you just scroll up, you'll actually see the show notes down below this episode. And then you can just click on it and you can follow along if you'd like, or you can just sit back and listen. I'm going to read through it for you. And it's pretty short, so it's not going to take a bunch of your time, but I just want to make sure that you get the information. And then after I read through it, I'm actually going to interpret some of this for you if need be. Um, because it's pretty clear, but you know, if there is anything that I think as I'm reading through it, Hey, you know, I need to come back to this. Then in that situation, then I'll interpret a little bit of it for you as well. But basically the brochure says, do you work with brands to recommend or endorse products? If so, you need to comply with the law when making these recommendations. One key is to make a good disclosure of your relationship to the brand. This brochure from the FTC staff gives tips on when and how to make good disclosures. The FTC works to stop deceptive ads and its endorsement guides go into detail about how advertisers and endorsers can stay on the right side of the law. If you endorse a product through social media, your endorsement message should make it obvious when you have a relationship or a material connection with the brand. A material connection to the brand includes a personal, family, or employment relationship or a financial relationship, such as the brand paying you or giving you free or discounted products or services. Telling your followers about these kinds of relationships is important because it helps keep your recommendations honest and truthful, and it allows people to weigh the value of your endorsements. As an influencer, it's your responsibility to make these disclosures, to be familiar with the endorsement guides, and to comply with laws against deceptive ads. Don't rely on others to do it for you. So, the next part of this, basically, they are talking about when to disclose, and then after this, they talk about how to disclose. And this is just in bullet point format. So it says, when to disclose. Disclose when you have any financial, employment, personal, or family relationship with a brand. Financial relationships aren't limited to money. Disclose the relationship if you have anything of value to mention a product, or if you got anything of value to mention a product. If a brand gives you free or discounted products or other perks, and then you mention one of its products, make a disclosure even if you weren't asked to mention that product. Don't assume that your followers already know about your brand relationships. Make disclosures even if you think your evaluations are unbiased. Keep in mind that tags like pins and similar ways of showing that you like a brand or product are endorsements. If posting from abroad, U.S. law applies if it's reasonably foreseeable that the post will affect U.S. consumers. 
foreign laws might also apply. If you have no brand relationship and are just telling people about a product that you bought and you happen to like it, you don't need to declare that you don't have a brand relationship. Now we're going to get into the how to disclose part. Make sure people will see and understand the disclosure. Place it so it's hard to miss. The disclosure should be placed with the endorsement message itself. Disclosures are likely to be missed if they appear only on an About Me page or profile page at the end of posts or videos or anywhere that requires a person to click more. Don't mix your disclosure into a group of hashtags or links. If your endorsement is in a picture on a platform like Snapchat and Instagram Stories, superimpose the disclosure over the picture and make sure the viewers have enough time to notice and read it. If making an endorsement in a video, and this applies to you if you're a YouTuber, if making an endorsement in a video, the disclosure should be in the video and not just in the description uploaded with the video. Viewers are more likely to notice disclosures made in both audio and video. Some viewers may watch without sound and others may not notice superimposed words. If making an endorsement in a live stream, the disclosure should be repeated periodically so viewers who only see part of that live stream will get the disclosure. They say to use simple and clear language. Simple explanations like thanks to Acme brand for the free product are often enough if placed in a way that is hard to miss. So are the terms like advertisement, ad, and sponsored. On a space-limited platform like Twitter, the terms Acme Partner or Acme Ambassador, where Acme is the brand name, are also options. It's fine, but not necessary, to include a hashtag with a disclosure, such as hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. Don't use vague or confusing terms like SP, SPON, or collab, or standalone terms like thanks or ambassador, and stay away from other abbreviations and shorthand when possible. The disclosure should be in the same language as the endorsement itself. Don't assume that a platform's disclosure tool is good enough, but consider it in addition to your own good disclosure. And then they have a section here on what else to know. You can't talk about your experience with a product that you haven't tried. If you're paid to talk about a product and thought it was terrible, you can't say it's terrific. You can't make up claims about a product that would require proof the advertiser doesn't have, such as scientific proof that a product can treat a health condition, for example. And then they say for more information, uh, if you have more questions, the FTC's endorsement guides. And then they have, for more information, if you have questions, basically you can go to ftc.gov influencers to get those questions answered. Now we're gonna go through this and we are going to talk about it. So in a nutshell, in terms of the material connection. So a lot of people will not disclose anything if somebody sends them something. So let's say somebody sends you a coffee mug and they want you to have that coffee mug laying around and they're gonna pay you in order to have their logo in the background of what it is that you're doing. Or let's say they send you a phone case and they just say, hey, we want you to use this phone case. And you use the phone case, but then you also talk about that phone case in your video. Well, since they gave you that phone case or they gave you that coffee mug, then what that means is you got something in exchange for that mention. Even if they are not telling you to directly mention it, they did give you that thing, most likely hoping that you would mention it, right? So in the, in the case of the coffee cup, if they give you that and they want you to have that in the background and they're going to pay you to do so, then in that situation, that one, obviously, you're getting paid for it. You have to disclose that. But if they send you that phone case and you're thinking, wow, this is cool. They sent me this phone case or this lighting kit or you know, this camera or whatever it happens to be. If they send it to you totally for free, no strings attached, but then you talk about it, 
then you still need to disclose with your audience that it was sent to you by that particular brand. So as they said, it's your responsibility to make sure that, you know, that your audience knows the relationship that you have in that situation. Now, we're going to scroll back through this here, and I'm going to talk about a few other things as well. And they have here that if you don't have a brand relationship, right, if they didn't send it to you, they're not paying you to do it, you don't know, you know, people at the company and you're just hooking them up, then in that situation, you don't have to declare that you have a brand relationship. So you don't have to say this was not sent to me, right? You can just talk about it freely and it's not a big deal. But again, if you have any type of exchange to where you are getting a benefit for the sake of the company getting a benefit or the brand getting a benefit, that is where it's important to make sure that you are making that disclosure. Now, a couple other things here as well, like the simple and clear language, you know, they're saying that, you know, just saying, hey, you know, thanks to this phone case company for sending me this product, that's enough, right? They're saying that's totally fine. Now, one thing that I found interesting here is that they're saying that if you do have something that you're doing, putting a disclosure just in the description, it's not really good enough. So what they're saying is that instead of doing it that way, try to make sure that you put it, not try, actually put it in the video itself so that there's a verbal thing that happens there. So somebody doesn't have to click see more in order to get to the information to find out that it is something that you are getting a benefit of some kind from. So just wanted to bring those things to your attention as well as one other thing here where they're saying that don't assume that a platform's disclosure tool is good enough. So on YouTube, since you're a content creator, on YouTube, there's a specific option that you can choose if you get a sponsorship of any kind or you get, you know, a paid product placement or anything like that. And it's a little checkbox that you check. And for the first five seconds of your video and somebody clicks on it, it will show that little disclaimer saying that, you know, it's, it's a sponsored video. What they're saying here is that that isn't really good enough. So what they want you to do is they want you to use that where it applies. And they also want you to make sure that you are verbally telling people as well as making sure that you put that disclosure. So what I'm going to end up doing in my situation is I'm going to have to reorganize what it is that I'm doing with my affiliate links, because even though with my affiliate links, I'm not getting paid up front for what it is that I'm doing on the affiliate side. I want to, for, for the safety, because they don't even mention affiliate links in here, but for the safety of what I'm doing on my videos moving forward, and I might retrospectively go into this as well, I want to make sure that I put a disclaimer next to my links, because what they're saying here is that they're saying that you want to make sure that you have it close to the actual information, right? So because of that, I want to make sure that I do that with my affiliate links as well, just to be on the safe side. So that's what I'm going to start doing, and I encourage you to do the same. But especially, especially if somebody sends you something in that situation, that's where you want to make sure that you are disclosing this information. So hopefully that was insightful for you. Again, if you're listening to this on um, iTunes, you can just scroll up and you might even be able to do that on other podcasting platforms as well. I'm not 100% sure, but if you just scroll up, you'll be able to get the show notes of this, or you can just go to commentsovercoffee.com and over at commentsovercoffee.com, you can find the show notes for every single episode that we have. And if you haven't yet, and you want to learn more about YouTube and stay up to date with what's happening, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And let me tell you something I would really appreciate if you could leave a written review, just let me know what your thoughts are on the show that just helps, you know, other people make a informed decision on if they should listen to it or not as well. So please head over to your favorite platform of choice and uh, leave a review. If you haven't yet, I would really appreciate it. It would be doing me a solid. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, thanks for having a coffee with me. 
Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.